You're listening to Those Dram Ginzers with your hosts, John and Zach. I'm John. And I'm Zach. And welcome to Those Drammy Inserts, where we drink whiskey. And, ooh. <laughs> changing it up. Did I throw you off with that? Okay. <laughs> okay. Do you want to redo that? We still talk about it. Okay. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. We'll see how this one goes. We'll see if people get upset with that. Uh-huh. I mean, it, it, it makes sense, right? I mean, when yeah. we... The, before we even started, when we finally when we figured out that tagline to start the show with, like it was just bourbon. It was just point. bourbon, but it's not really. It's kind of evolved. Yeah, and I can always take a piece of black duct tape and yellow marker and cover up bourbon on the side and put whiskey. <laughs> That'd be a great intro if this was on YouTube. True, but alas, audio's on YouTube, but that's Audio's about it. on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah, and it gets flagged every time. Where if we ever like try to monetize YouTube, none of those will count because the intro music, yeah, is pulled from YouTube. I don't know how. I'm not. I'm not adapt. I'll have to ask Josh. Yeah, at like the, um, what's the um, copyright laws? So like YouTube has free music on it that you can use in. Your videos and whatnot, right? Like in your editing process. Like no copyright law needed. It's free, free use, whatever. And that's what Aaron used when he made our intro. Right. But I don't know how to combat those. Not that we we don't monetize YouTube at all because mm-hmm. we don't have a lot on there. Um, but I don't know how to combat that because it's like flags of like, you know, copyright use or whatnot. Like right. Not allowed to be monetized. Yeah. And I don't know what process to click and be like no like i there are no rights so i'm fine like it's right fine. like because it, it tags the music it says like these sec you know yeah but um anyway let's get back to what we're talking about whiskey. so so yeah whiskey i I'm, i tested it out figured we test it out tonight see what happens but um it encompasses more than what we do mm-hmm. people were very confused at the whiskey fest because it said bourbon but it was like well do you drink this yes do you drink this yes why does it just say bourbon because I'm lazy and I don't feel like changing the sign. Leave me it, alone. Like, <laughs> costs money to change the sign. Yeah. Thanks. Um, but uh, so tonight, as you're seeing in the title, finally, uh, a little, almost a year later, <laughs> um, we are going to be trying a bunch of different offerings from St. George Spirits uh, in California. Um, you, if you recognize the name, it's because we interviewed uh, Rob, um, who's one of their... Uh, salesman um for for this this the east coast i think is technically is his you know um region uh he was at whiskey fest last year mm-hmm. it was the, you know their baller was our pour of the night or surprise of the night um and we tried to come other things that we didn't talk about with him on on the show then because we had him on the show at the at the festival um so but um uh, him and the amazing people at St. George sent us a bunch of other samples. I, I can't even call them samples. They sent us full bottles of things. Yeah, they did. And just with our schedules and, and Advent calendar was right after that. And 
then the new year started and it was just a hectic time. We actually haven't had a chance to sit down. So I feel bad. I text Rob and I was like, we're finally doing it, you know? Um, so I feel bad, but now we're going to actually review everything that they've sent. In a minute, we're going to feel great. Mm-hmm. So they, he sent us four offerings. Um, I already had a bottle of Baller, obviously, from last year. Um, so we have five different things that we're going to be going through today. Um, two of them aren't whiskey, in, technically, but it's whiskey-focused, like if that makes sense. So um, the first two things we're going to be trying are their Dry Rye Gin, and then... I, turn it around. What's the name of the... Dry Rye Reposado Gin. Yeah, so basically they they age it. I think it says, can you read what it says on the front? They age it in some sort of barrel. It's the dry rye gin, but then they age it. Oh, Lord, I can't read it. (laughs) Do I need to pull it up on on here? Will that be easier? Yeah. We rested our dry rye gin in French and American oak wine cast that previously held um, a Greenwich rosé, a Syrah, and a a Tannet. To not, I don't know. I'm not a wine person. Um, because used rye is the base spirit of our dry rye gin, it lent itself beautifully to some time in the barrel. Um, so, so there, so it's that we he sent us the, the dry rye gin, which we'll talk about here in a second. The aged version of that, their beanie, um, American, American whiskey. whiskey, and then he sent us a sample of something. <laughs> Uh, if we don't do this to ourselves enough, something we can't get around here and you can only get locally and it's a limited like release, like yearly release. But another American um, single malt, um, this one is called Lot 20 um, for 2020. 2020. Um, yeah. 22 is coming out first week of October. Um, so whenever this falls during that, the first week of October, if you're near this place, you could probably get it. Um, so what we're talking about, all those ones, and then we're going to finish it with Baller. We've already talked enough about Baller, so we figured it's a nice little end cap. Plus, with the, the tasting notes of Baller, I don't want to start with that because it'll kind of taint the rest of it. You know, mm-hmm. like you don't start with if you're doing peated and non-peated, you don't start with peated. No, you know what I mean. It's very distinctive. So and lingers. So we're going to be trying two gin, well, the same gin, um, two it, ways, non-aged and aged. Um, but for their dry rye gin. Yeah. They say that the, uh, for rye whiskey fans and open-minded spirit drinkers of all sorts, St. George Dry Rye Gin is one to try. With a subtle nod back to gin's Geneva root, roots, this spirit is all about the balance of the peppery punch of its focused botanical profile with the multi-velvety texture. So, this is all from St. George's website. This is 100% pot-stilled rye. That's why it's called dry rye gin. So this is a gin for whiskey lovers, which is awesome. I mean, we've talked about, <laughs> surprisingly, we've talked too, a lot more about gin than probably other whiskey podcasts. Uh, with this one being like a, a, a nod to whiskey lovers, uh, and then they have the aged version of this. Um, I'm excited to, to try this. What's the, um, it's uh, 90 proof. That's what uh, it says yes. on the site. Yes. Okay. So let's pour that. Let's try this. Very good. And while I'm pouring, do you want to give your gorgeous review of the bottle and, and such? Do you want me to go bottle by bottle, or do you want me to give my collective review for all four? Let's do bottle by bottle, because oh. these two are similar, and then, but the rest of them don't have... Very different. Yeah. Yeah. 
gets a gorgeous. <laughs> I think it's really beautiful. I like the line etching. I like their logo. I don't know. It just feels very classic. I like it a lot. It's very elegant, mm-hmm. faux sophisticated, very, and refined. Very, very much like not antique. What's the word I'm looking for? Like old style. Yeah, like it's kind of got that etching look. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of like an etched print. Um, very uh, apothecary esque. Very floral. Very floral. I mean, the gin typically is, but you know what I don't smell with this? Pine. Pine trees. Which I'm always for that. Mm-hmm. No, I get some grapefruit. Yeah, it's very citrusy. I mean, I'm certain that I don't see the the, the pine. <coughs> Excuse me. The pine. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <coughs> it's a really... I like it. It's a solid gin. 90 proof. Um, it's not piney at all. No, not even on the on the on the taste. Um, I think it's got a fruity finish, sweet finish. They talk about having a multi velvety texture. I definitely get that velvety. Mm-hmm. A little bit of rye. Yep. Kind of in the middle. There's a little pepper in the middle, and then yeah, fin- the, the rye pepperiness. Yep. And then it finishes smooth and velvety. Mm-hmm. Um, gentle hug on the way down. It's not super aggressive. Um, it doesn't really, the warming feeling lasts, but it doesn't linger, if that makes sense. The burn dissipates quickly. You just feel warmed afterwards. Yeah. No, yeah. The, there's no, like, burn or, like, major hug. Oh, that would make a lovely GNT. Mm-hmm. So I'm actually not seeing this one. They have their Terrier Gin, their B&E, which we'll talk about later. They don't have their gin on our website, or the the other one, the the Respondo. Reposado. Reposado. I knew I said it wrong. So, again, <laughs> don't have it <laughs> in PA. Um, no, I, 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 as far as gin goes, <laughs> we'll, we'll talk very little about gin. But as far as gin goes, I'm, I would drink that straight. I think it would be really good in a gin and tonic. Mm. Um, we had my, I had my dad try it. Um, your birthday yeah my birthday and um, he really enjoyed it and he's very I mean he loves his dry London dry gin mm-hmm. and I've been trying to f- get him to find local gins um, I really like it a and, lot actually uh, yeah and he, he did he did enjoy this one um, a lot in fact um, for those of you that have listened to the this year's Whiskey Fest episode because he was on that um, we got him to like like another bottle of gin that mm. isn't you know um, Tangeray. So uh, for for you, Zach, the table next to us was uh, Grace O'Malley. Okay, um, so Irish whiskey, mm-hmm. but they also make a gin, mm-hmm. and he absolutely fell in love with it. And they since they were right next to us, you know, we had the the Maple Farm next to us. Yeah. last this place was right next to us again, mm-hmm. and um, he just he had a glass, and he would just. He would just like tap the table or move his hand over, and the and the girl who we interviewed would come. They actually had tonic at the table too, so she'd make it. He just made him gin and tonics all night, and he was like, "Oh, your dad was in heaven." And then then he walked over to buy a bottle, and he was like, "No, no, 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 no," and just gave him a bottle. Oh my gosh, your dad must mm -hmm. have just been Mm -hmm. beyond excited. Very much so. I was excited because I want him to find other gins. Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. Even if it's not local craft gin, do something you know, just to get it to change it up a bit. Expand the horizons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I well, I really like this. Yeah, not, I don't hate it. Not, I love that fruitiness. I love. Mm-hmm. 
the 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 rye peppery right in the middle um no pine so i'm fine with that yep and um i might have to say this is you know that may change when we go to the reposado <laughs> but um i think that as of right now this is my favorite gin i've ever had mm-hmm. yeah i i i would i would test out a gin and tonic with it oh yeah um I have tonic, but we can do that later. Um, but anyway, so let's move on. Let's go to... Well, uh, go ahead. Rating? Oh, it's a Haas. A Haas. If you could get it. Yeah. Haas, not Haas if you can... Haas, Haas if, if you can, can get it. Yeah. Um, a Republic if you can keep it. <laughs> uh, that's delightful. Yeah, that's good. So let's uh, say it again, because I'm going to say it wrong. Reposado. Dry rye reposado gin. Yes. So it's this one, From aged in all those... St. George. Yeah. All those uh, fine barrels that we talked about. So, mm, um, quite. and what uh, what's the proof on this one? Is it? This is forty nine and a half percent alcohol by volume. So, oh, so it's whatever. You're the math teacher. Well, forty nine and forty nine is ninety eight. Ni- yeah, ninety eight half. So ninety nine percent. There we go. I does the maths. Mm-hmm. Uh, In I, my don't, head. don't ask me to do mental math, man. I, I do it. No. Uh, anyway, so this is higher proof. Jeez. Well, I mean, it probably that makes sense because if it's soaked, if it's aged in um, wine barrels, then it'll be soaking up mm-hmm. a little bit of proof from the Some barrel. Some stuff. Ooh, but also, I'm curious, close. like what the exit proof is, because mm-hmm. I'm sure they probably, they probably, you know, proof it down. I don't know. I, this would be a good. So we got to get them on. I know Rob. Rob wants to hook us up and get them on on an episode. So uh, that'll be a good question. Do we from have there. to fly out to California? Eh? Hey, if they want to send us out there, I'll go. I'll go. Saint George. We'll come out. We'll visit. I mean, I'm going to send this episode to Rob, so I know he'll pass it pass it on. So I'm excited about this. If you're listening, we'll come out and visit if you want to <laughs> send us out there. Let's just suffer through it. Okay, so I still get some of that flowery, like botanical, from that I would that I do with the regular. It smells warmer. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense, I it's guess not, if you, if you can not call as, liquid velvety, mm-hmm. then you can say it smells warm. It's not. It the nose isn't as prevalent as it was with the other one, which makes sense. It's going to take on a lot more characteristics of the of the cask. Yeah, it definitely, it mutes that kind of, I think that gin in general, even when it's not very piney, does have a very kind of, uh, it's going to sound stupid, but it has a very alcoholic smell, mm-hmm. you know, almost a medicinal quality. Well, I mean, it. think about it, how, yeah, I mean, we've most tried. clear liquors have a medicinal quality. Right. I mean, we've tried stuff right out of the, you know, um, like distillate from yeah. like, Liberty Pole. Yeah. Right, and it's definitely got a. It's very alcohol. Very alcohol. Yeah, I mean the the barrel really does kind of round off those edges, mm-hmm. um, and I think you get that with this. I'm actually picking up a little bit in addition to that fruity citrusiness that was so beautiful. I'm getting a little bit of uh, brown sugar. Hmm. I just get the botanicals. Oh my god, I love that. Hmm. Can I take that one home? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my goodness. See, I feel like when we tried this at my birthday, I, we did not like it. So it must have opened up a little bit. I liked them at your birthday. I just remember at that point I'd had a couple whiskeys. So mm. I was just like, we went from whiskey to gin and I was like, whoa. It's like, 
throwing the e-brake on the highway. You could fool me that this was higher proof. There are some different notes to it with it being aged, right? That's lovely, that is. I don't know why. I still get botanicals on the no, on the on the taste. Mm-hmm. Um, Slight nuttiness the, in the aftertaste. Yeah, to well, me. the the rye I finish. feel like is more prevalent now throughout the palate. The pepper the definitely middle. coats the tongue mm-hmm. instead of just kind of hitting in the middle and then going away. The pepper lingers. Mm-hmm. There's something else to it that I'm. I think I'd give this a Dantan. I'm not completely sold on it. That's and a house it, for me. Yeah, I think, I think because it, the the barrel, like I said, it really softened the edges mm-hmm. on the gin, so it just made it so smooth. Um, really, whenever I think of gin, I think of it as kind of a cold drink. You know, mm-hmm. um, this. Like I said, it, it warmed it up for me. It just rounded everything out. Um, I love the gin too. I would I would have both of these at the bar, and I would just choose which one I would want depending on what mood I was in. Yeah, I quite like <clears> that though. That was very good. Yeah, I think I'd stick with it, Dantan. I figured if if you had to choose between one, right, mm-hmm. and you weren't sure, try this one. See if you like the the roundedness that it has because of the the aging um it's a house for me and i'm not up on my wine so like i don't i don't know what wine notes to look for based on what type was in that barrel. i'm not great with wine either i just as somebody who is still a a novice to gin Mm -hmm. you know i feel like if you're someone who's looking to try a gin and you don't normally do gin this will be a very easy entry point for gin so it'd be a very gentle gin mm-hmm. to start with. And if you're somebody who does like gin, but you're looking to try a just a, a different spin on it, I'd, mm-hmm. I'd still encourage you to try both of these. Um, yeah. But if you're more of a purist, go for the dry rye. But if you're looking for a little something mm-hmm. with a twist. And again, this isn't in PA either. The next one is, but... Yeah. Reposado. Yeah. But, uh, all right, that's enough gin talk. All right. Now, we do drink whiskey and talk about that, so mm-hmm. let's... So you want to jump into the, the B&E? Yeah. Sorry, that was more aggressive than I intended. Ooh. John, you never opened this. No, I haven't. Uh, B&E, breaking and entering. American whiskey. Breaking and entering. Don't break the bottle, Zach. That would be not good. So, from their site. What happens when the maker of one of America's most lauded single malt whiskeys goes barrel snatching in some of the most celebrated rickhouses of Kentucky and Tennessee. Breaking and entering American whiskey, a rich layered whiskey that is as satisfying as it is boundary breaking. Breaking and entering American whiskey is our second release under the breaking and entering label. Whereas our gone but not forgotten B and E bourbon was our bourbon blend. B and E American whiskey brings together bourbon and rye that head distiller slash blender Dave Smith sourced and then blended with some of our own California malt whiskey. This blend brings together four grains, rye, corn, barley, wheat. 
with no one grain being dominant. While we can't name names, these are whiskeys from distilleries with rabid followings. We were lucky to sneak in when we did. Some of the barrels we sourced for B&E would be impossible to get today, but at St. George, we are we usually aren't con- content to leave well enough alone. According to Dave, as good as the source barrels were, it was only when I started blending them with our own malt whiskey that I realized we were on something truly worthy of the breaking and entering mantle. They also have recipes for all their things on here, too. <clears throat> But anyway, all right, let's uh, let's get into this. Oh, so what was your, I'm sorry, what was your moment, like, what was your thought on the... Oh, the bottle? The bottle. I thought it was for, gorgeous. For the, the reposado. Reposado. Um, I, I give it a gorgeous minus. For, oh, really? For one reason only. That black on red font oh, is so hard to read. Yeah. If you If you want to show off... What makes this bottle different? I had I had to shine my flashlight on the bottle. I saw you do that to at an angle to get a read on on it. So my encouragement would be that font needs to go to white mm-hmm. on that red. It's a deep red with a black font. It's just hard to read, and maybe it's because I work in web design, but that shit's not ADAS compliant. <laughs> so I would just encourage it's a gorgeous gorgeous design it's a beautiful color in the bottle I love the red color that they've chosen in it it adds it, mm-hmm. it gives you that sense of warmth that you get from the gin but white font alright so then talk about the, the B&E I like the B&E because it feels um, a, a little bit like a ransom note <laughs> okay um, in the best ways you know that kind of that Thick, chunky layering. I love a good, sexy, chunky font. <laughs> and um, this has got some... This one's just, like, really fun. It's kind of got that, like, you know, pasted together, like, you know, give us $5,000 or you'll never see your whiskey again. Kind of <laughs> um, and so it's kind of got that criminal element to it with breaking and entering as the name. That's very appropriate. Um, I like the hit of the blue in the label, and then they bring that back in the uh, tape on the cap. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, they, they keep it very true to that St. George kind of a vibe with um, a bit of an etched look with the lock at the bottom. Um, and it's also cool because they put the ampersand inside of the lock. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a broken lock, so it's broken and entered. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I just think it's very cool. Again, it's got very much kind of like, it's almost like a um, sex pistols meets a, wild west apothecary kind of a vibe um so i uh i dig it i also just i always appreciate some uh um i like the texture on it too they've actually embossed this guy where it says american whiskey it's embossed so you get a little bit of a textural feel too when you Mm -hmm. hold the bottle um and with the raw brown paper it also feels a little vintage so i just I, i just think it's a it's a very Bold bottle, but it gets a gorgeous from me. Mm-hmm. There's a lot going on on that label. Like it's the label is full. The label is full. It's a, I mean? it's a full label. It feels almost violent. <laughs> but do you take the, do, is that like a negative for you? Like the mm-hmm. fact that it's so full? No, I think um, like you don't think they did too much. You know I, what I mean? Yeah, I I think that um, with this label um. Honestly, if there was one thing I would do differently, 
and it still gets a gorgeous for me. But this, um, these little, um, oh my God, I'm a designer and I just can't word today. These little flourishes on the black stripe at the bottom, mm-hmm. I would get rid of them. Um, just because it's the only delicate thing on the label. Okay. And so it feels a little out of place to me. Okay. Um, I love, I, I think, I think that black stripe at the bottom with the thin white line in the middle, just to kind of give it a bit of a vintage feel would be enough of a delicate feature, but these little, um, almost looks like a doily kind of effect on the bottom. Mm-hmm. Um, just doesn't quite fit with me the whole breaking and entering vibe mm-hmm. I'm getting from this thing. Everything else on it I love. Down to the uh, the batch number looks almost like an old-time um, uh, prison number that you'd hold oh, up yeah. in the photos. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Um, So a lot of detail and a lot of thought went into this. I just think those little... Those little uh, loop de loops, I would uh, I would I would get rid of those because everything else is so chunky and thick. And this the the whole purpose behind this label is that there is no negative space. It's aggressive. <laughs> it's in your face. It's breaking and entering. Mm-hmm. It's it's going to break through the noise on your bar. Um, with its very aggressive design, um, and I think it's great. I really enjoy it. Um, like I said, I would just. Uh, I, I highly doubt St. George is going to hear this and go, well, if Zach doesn't like the doily pattern, we, then we should need just to redo it. Rid of it. But if it was me, I would honestly, I would just get rid of that doily pattern and then maybe chunk out that black stripe at the bottom a little bit more um, just towards the whiskey to kind of cover in that gap. And I think you'd be set. And if you are listening and you're up for a change, Zach does freelance. <laughs> I do. Um, so what, what batch number do we have then? Because this is from last year. So what batch number did they give us? Batch number 0320195. What about 3,201,995? Okay. So over 3 million bottles of this? <laughs> or batches of this? Or if, or if this might be like code. Might be code. Yeah. Prisoner but, number. Yeah. I mean, this nose. is a whiskey. It's a whiskey. Um, nothing, nothing inherently sticking out. Fruity. Generally fruity mm-hmm. to me. I mean, it's not dull but there's no like major you know i'm getting a little caramel apple i'd be willing to bet there's a little buffalo trace in there they did say some major brands um actually hmm. the more i smell it the more i'm smelling caramel apple no that's in your brain i get that too i get a little little nutty nutty a little brown sugary Mm -hmm. a little buttery it's pretty it's pretty light i'm like looking at the legs and they're kind (laughs) of Running pretty quick, so um, proof on this mamma jamma is uh, 40 th- uh, 80 th- 86 proof. I'm excited to try it. Mm-hmm. Hmm. That's interesting. Yeah, I mean, I know it's a blend of bourbons and rice, and they're single malt. Yeah, it's very layered. It is. I I have hints of wild turkey in there. Mm. Mm-hmm. Normally, I don't like wild turkey, but I like how this is. <clears throat> Getting a little bit of like a cherry wood mm-hmm. on that. A little malty. Sweet at the front. Malt picks up. 
on the back end is where I get that the 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 peppery of like a wild turkey. Mm-hmm. A little um, earthy. No, no real hug. No, the the the. The uh, back end stays with you for a while. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm not... Dry I'm not, finish. Not yeah, super oily. a little bit. Doesn't yeah. really coat the mouth. Well, no, I could tell it wasn't going to be oily from, from the legs. They run pretty quick. Um, yeah, I don't... Uh, yeah, I don't hate it. I'm not mad at it. You can get this in PA. Yes. I have it up on the site. It is a special order, so you're not going to get it in sight. Yeah. Um, do you want to know the price right now? Can I guess? Mm-hmm. 85 33 Whoa, really? Yeah. $33 special order. I would do that. I'd do that. I think this is a nice, rounded um, mm-hmm. whiskey. Um, at $33, this is a house for me. Yeah. Um. Well, you may find it a little flat when you, you know, you can't compare it to some of the big boys. You just can't. Well, it may run flat for some of our like bigger drinkers. I still think this would make a really good base for a cocktail. I agree. I also think this would be a really nice whiskey to start introducing somebody to who hasn't really done a lot of whiskey. Mm -hmm. Um, Because having been doing this for a few years now and, and coming up on four, bottled and bond year coming up, folks. Bonded in Brotherhood. Um, <laughs> uh, it's getting to the point now in my personal whiskey journey where I'm actually starting to crave a little bit of peat now and again. Like the other day, I was at home and I was like, I could go for something peaty. And I actually, mm. I was struck with the fancy to go out and buy a Laphroaig. Um nice. But uh, I didn't because budgeting. But mm. I wanted to. Mm. Um, and four years ago, I never would have believed you if you had said no. to me, one day you're going to want to want to go out and buy a Lofroig. Um, so you're going to look forward to, you're looking forward to our Boggers episode then with Brian. I'm actually kind of am. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm curious to see how much different it'll be for me this year. Mm-hmm. Um, but so, so this whiskey, I think, um, for me at this point in my life, I actually wish that it had the flavor that it has. I love the flavor that it has, but more of it. Almost, it it tastes like it's been watered down a little bit to me. Well, it's probably definitely proofed down, but it's also a blend of four different types of whiskeys. Mm-hmm. Well, three technically: bourbon, rye, and yeah. and um, single malt. You yeah. Know. Um. So I don't know. I, I I really I love the flavor. I just wish that it was like maybe. I think this half is for thirty three dollars more I, intense. Thirty three dollars. I think this is an excellent intro whiskey. I agree. I would um, buy this. This would be a house for me I think too. This would the be price good, point's amazing. Yep. I think this would be a good cocktail whiskey. Mm-hmm. Um, that because uh, it, it's not too whiskey forward, mm-hmm. that it'll allow the other aspects of the cocktail to come through. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I don't hate this. That's, no, I, I I like it. I'm kind of mad I, I haven't opened it yet. <laughs> I don't want to say. I, don't, I hope what I'm saying doesn't make it sound like I, I dislike it. Although I know we're within our rights to dislike. Do whatever things. we want. We do whatever we want. But I, I do like it. I just think that I mean, if you're somebody who's looking for like a really intense whiskey, this probably won't be your no. go-to. But I think that if you are somebody who is getting into whiskey or you're just looking for a good sipping whiskey or like you said, a good cocktail base, or if you're just kind of like, you know what, I need a whiskey in my bar, that's going to be a good entry point whiskey 
for people who don't normally drink at a good price point. That this is that great. isn't Buffalo Trace Maker's Mark, like all the ones that everybody. Right, if knows. you're looking for something different, mm-hmm. this is this is a great blended whiskey to have at your bar mm-hmm. as an entry point whiskey. Yeah, at a great price point. Yeah. So yeah, house for me too. Sorry, waxing Love poetic. It. Waxing. Now I'm excited about this. The lot twenty. Yeah, so that's what's next. So this next one is their uh, their single malt whiskey, Lot 20. Now, we can't get this around here. In fact, he only sent us a small sample of it. Um, so every year they have a new lot release. Um, uh, Rob told us uh, first week in October, um, the Lot 22 is dropping. Um, so every year it changes. So we have Lot 20. Thank you. You'll miss welcome. So I don't know why the British accent keeps coming out tonight. Probably this St. George. This is their single right. malt. Um, they said they released their obviously their first lot of this one in 2000. Um, 40, 43 APV. Um, so 86. Mm-hmm. Um, it even says on the website, a very limited annual release. This is an annual drop, but it's local. Yeah. If you're not around yeah. there, you're not getting this. So uh, if so they again, do so want to invite us out right. at the time of the next drop, <laughs> we could, maybe we try it on the show. Maybe we bring some home. Mm-hmm. Who's to say? Um, but uh, so again, thank you to Rob for because uh, he it's I think it's out of his bottle he sent us. So he sent us a little sample out of his bottle. Rob, you are a gentleman so and you, a sir. scholar, <laughs> and a fine sip of whiskey. So what's in it based on their website? Uh, Lance's brewing background strongly informed our whiskey's mash bill using various roast levels of two row barley and elite. Illicit rich aromas of hazelnut and cocoa, and smoking a portion of unroasted barley's over beech and alderwood to add base notes and additional and and additionally com- complexity, and additional complexity. I teach math, not English. <laughs> I said I said Lance Lance is one of their master is their master distiller and the president, and a nuclear engineer. <laughs> Goodness gracious. Right? So, yeah. So, this is Lot 20. Again, local release only. Uh, 22 is... Uh, so, 20 is probably gone, I'm assuming. Uh, and 22 okay. is coming out in the first week in October. So Or came out in the first week of October. So Yeah. Ooh. No. Oh, come I know. on. <laughs> Every freaking time. That is a beautiful nose. Oh. It's rich, it's complex. Malty, it's vanilla y, it's apricot y. Mm-hmm. Oh, that is a that is a, You could fool me that this was a bourbon. That is a robust nose. Very robust. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna start dropping the British accent in all episodes because this has just been fun. <laughs> Before I take a sip, I shall discuss the I, I've watched too many things that have had uh British actors in it, or someone speaking in the British, <laughs> like the boys. I started watching Supernatural. I don't know why I never watched it before, but dear yeah. God, it's amazing. Um, <laughs> like I start, like I, like uh, if you did, you watch the boys? Do you watch? I, I've seen season one. I know I have to get into seasons two and season three. Season two was good, but um, 
<laughs> like the main guy always, oi, oi. That's how I yell, <laughs> dude. Uh, Ted Lasso got me to start anytime Logan. Yes, Ted Lasso wrong, too. Yes, um, uh, because uh, he's here, he's there, he's every fucking where. Where I can, where I can. Mm-hmm. It's my first swear of the episode. Um, every time he goes, oi. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. Me that's too. what I do to Logan that, now. Yep. Yeah. If yep. He's, he's on the back of the couch, I'm like, oi, get down. <laughs> Between the boys and and Ted Lasso, because we're just we're finishing up season two right now. Mm-hmm. Um, Season three drops in December. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, the, between the two of those, it's a, oi, oi. It works, huh? whatever. It, it does. Logan always is like, huh, what? Huh, <laughs> what? Like the All right, spirit I'll, I'll of shut Roy up and Kent let you do compels your, um, you. So we don't, like, again, he just sent us a sample bottle. So you're just pulling up their, yeah, their, their, their bottle. Uh, on, it's so go ahead. very uh, much in the same uh, style of their gin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a little bit more elaborate. The gin has, you know, a a cocktail glass on the front. I can't fully see the single malt bottle, but um, actually, it looks I like think an SG. It looks, looks like a stamp. Looks like a stamp. There's an SG. I think on the other side they actually have a rocks glass. If I'm looking at it correctly. Um, oh, are you seeing more than one picture? No, um, this is what I'm looking at. Uh, oh, on the other side, like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, oh, that is what that is. I but think. it's it's again it's that it's that kind of uh, wood etching kind of a a, a look. Um, uh, again, very apothecary style, uh, which is very much in keeping with the, the the whole vibe of most most things that I've seen on the website and um, with their branding. It, it it seems to me that they kind of go um, hog wild on their more uh, special kind of different. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say more special because this is very special. I mean, I haven't even I mean, tried it's a special to release. Special it really, release. I mean, it is. But like their um their baller and their America, their B and E and stuff, those have got a very unique label. Yeah. And but it's because those were very specific approaches to those kinds of whiskeys. Whereas this one is, is is this this is just Saint well, George see. being awesome. Mm-hmm. Um so Rob sent me some pictures of some like PR stuff of Lot 22 coming out. And it's to say, they didn't change the label or anything. The label looks exactly the same. It's beautiful. I would be more than happy to have any one of St. George's bottles on my bar. Mm-hmm. They look they look, v- they look stunning. They but look they also beautiful. are releasing, uh, that's also coming out the first week of October, the 40th anniversary edition of our, our lauded single malt is the most respect uh, remarkable whiskey we have ever... Uh, ushered into the world so they're doing a 40th uh, anniversary edition of the single malt as well yeah. um that um i'm gonna have to uh get my hands on <laughs> um, pa available question oh no it's probably only gonna be local as well i'm assuming i haven't even sipped this yet i already know i'm gonna be mad John, you're gonna be pissed. Hmm. Take you're a good. Take a drink. So I was reading. It looks like they go and it goes. It went into a bunch of different casks. I'm not gonna say. Or anything. they pulled from different casks. All right. I've got thoughts. I've got feelings. I've got impressions. But I'm gonna wait until you do your thing.
There was a beautiful note on the end that I can't. Coffee. Yes. Creamy coffee. Yes. It's a latte on the finish. Beautiful malt whiskey on the front. Exactly. That's a yep. Yep. Beautiful, you know, finish. It's fucking gorgeous. <laughs> I'm so mad right now. We knew this was gonna happen. Yeah. Wow. Oh my gosh. That is a really good single malt. American single malt. Which is in the news, by the way. I have to we'll have to get Josh on here to he knows all that stuff a little bit better, but they're basically what they're trying to do is is get an actual like right now American single malt really isn't defined like right. how like bottled and bond you know this should be the definition right here yeah this is so i've it's it it's creamy it's beautiful it's beautiful it's aromatic it's rich this would be a go-to bottle for me anytime i went to the bar if i could get it here john i'm sad my glass is empty Oh, Haas. Haas. I know we can't get it, but Haas. I'm going to say Haas, so as I cry into my glass. <laughs> it's a Haas. I mean, there's still a decent amount of bar sample. It's a Haas. Mm. That's really good. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. I've never had a latte finish on a whiskey before. Mm-hmm. Rob, my brother, you wouldn't happen to know of any warehouses where a few extra bottles <laughs> You sitting around? I mean, if this is 20, what do you think 22 is going to taste like? I don't know. But or I'm this, excited this to find out. This 40th anniversary one. I hope we find out. Let me put it that way. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, house on that one as well. Um, oh, such a house. So, let's let's end with our favorite, the, the baller. Balling. Um, if you want to, I'm going to push people back to listen again. If you want to hear our full review of baller... Um, I don't know if you gave a gorgeous review for that one, which you can talk about the label today if you want. Um, go back to the uh, Whiskey Fest 2021 episode. Um, we met. We talked with Rob. We talked like a bunch of times about this baller whiskey. But um, if you want to learn more about it, go back to that episode and listen. Um, but tonight we're just gonna we're gonna finish with this one because yeah, I love it. So good. You start. Okay. I'm gonna have to pour you a sample bottle. You're almost out. It means I just gotta buy more. Oh, yeah, but I've still got like three quarters of a bottle at home. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. It just means I've got more to share with you. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can't wait. I've honestly been looking forward to this all day. <laughs> <laughs> this is the first. This is one. Of, this is a, a chilly, rainy day here in Pittsburgh today. And, uh, I mean, crisp grapes, like green, like crisp grapes. Mm. I love this whiskey. Okay. Just, I just took a teeny skosh. No, you're fine. I don't want to, I don't usually I just have to go out and buy more. That's all. Mm. 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 It still floors me that there is no peat in any sort of this entire process nope. but you get that smoky peatiness on the end and i just absolutely freaking love it oh, it's so good it's like a vanilla peat mm-hmm. oh my goodness <laughs> i i love this whiskey mm-hmm. i mean obviously it's a house because it's and this is both I of think, our houses hold on 
This one is not. This is the only one of theirs that's not special order. So you can just look on the website and find it. But it's yeah. uh, it's seventy five dollars. That's why I was wondering if the B and E was eighty or eighty five because I remember when I bought this guy, it was like seventy five dollars. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, no the. Um, the baller seventy five, and I think it's absolutely a thousand percent worth it. Our our bogger so friends, it. our peat friends, um, I think you would. I mean, it's a lighter on that, even it's though there's lighter. no actual peat in it. Mm-hmm. You still get that smokiness, so it's on the lighter end. So yeah. I think this is worth a a, a, a buy for you as well. <sighs> it's I mean, one. It's one of my favorite whiskeys. Mm-hmm. Just period end. I mean, this is why it was our surprise and and taste and and drink of the night. Mm-hmm. Um, or poor of the night last year because it was just it just came out of nowhere. I mean, I told you I almost walked by his table. Yep. He's, oh, I have a whiskey. Mm-hmm. Rob, we're so glad you told us. Mm-hmm. This still, I mean, to this day, if if it, so I'm, I'm doing this thing now where I only drink on the weekends because I have to lose weight. Um, but I uh, on the weekends whenever I walk, I go to the bar to get a little mm-hmm. nightcap after the kiddos are in bed. I'm looking and I'm like. It's gonna be the baller again. Mm-hmm. You know what else is on is available in PA that we haven't talked about since we tried it last year? Mm. The spiced pear. Oh, the spiced pear liqueur. You can get it thirty three really? dollars as well on on site. Yep, that was very good. Mm-hmm. That I remember that one. That was very good. Mm-hmm. That would make and that. The, and the green chili vodka. That was also that was yes. also nice. I liked that one too. Which the, makes sense because he had they had to be sold on the site to be at the table, but right, the green chile vodka. I remember thinking that would make a bomb ass uh, yoga. You're good. Keep talking. Okay, uh, I thought that would make a bomb ass um, bloody mary mm-hmm, mm-hmm. with the chili in there. Thousand percent. And I'm not a big bloody mary fan, so. But all in all, I mean, St. George is a winner in our books. And if you can get your hands on some of their stuff, get it. If you can get your hands on their other stuff, get it. Um, get it. They have a whole, you know, if you go to their website, which we'll link it in the, in the show notes, um, mm-hmm. their their site is, be- I love their, their site. But they have The gin. whole vibe is great. They have some other gins. They have, um, we've talked about all their whiskeys. Um, they have the liqueurs. They have vodkas. Brandy. Have brandies. And they have, you know, like absinthe and stuff like that. So um, they they are masters of their craft and they know mm-hmm. what they're doing. And this has been a most enjoyable episode. Yes. Um, so, oh, real quick before we go, I do want to just talk about the bottle. Real oh fast. yes, go ahead. And I was gonna, just um, going to say once again, thank you, Rob. Oh yes, for sending us the bottles, gentleman and a scholar. Mm-hmm. The baller bottle is beautiful. I give it a gorgeous. Um, since it is a. California take on a single malt on a Japanese California take of a Jap- of a Japanese, Japanese take, take of, of a, a scotch single malt scotch. Uh, they have a very traditional style uh, Japanese illustration on the front, which is very beautiful. Um, I just I, I I never have to look hard for my bottle either when I'm looking on the bar. I know exactly what I'm looking for. It's a very distinctive bottle, um, beautifully illustrated, beautiful artwork. So it gets a gorgeous from me. And and um which I don't think he said this last year, but um their their master distiller Lance is the one that designed the lit the label, mm-hmm. the logo. And he said he um reimagined the legend of Saint George as a samurai. So it's supposed to be Saint George as a samurai. I love it. <laughs> I love it. It looks great. 
It's a beautiful bottle. All the bottles get a gorgeous. And it was made for a highball. For a highball, but I would, I just, I, would, I, I just would, need. I'd stick a straw in this. Yeah. I don't need anything other than the whiskey. No. Yeah. Um, they all get a gorgeous. The one gets a gorgeous minus just because mm-hmm. make that font white. You had a gorgeous. Yep, 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 yep. But uh, and and for me at least, everything I drank tonight is a has. I'd put every single. One, I I have one of them already at my bar, um, uh, and I would I would put the other three, four if I could at the bar. But definitely. Next time I'm out in California, I'm gonna have to tell Rach we gotta make a little little stop. A little stoppy stop. St. George and load up and just leave half of my check bag free. Empty. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Most definitely. Before we go, for everything those Dremienzer needs, be sure to visit thosedremienzer.com. You can find our social media links, our Patreon page, the order form for our hats, and the link to Zach's favorite website. Johnny, you're talking about Dramit.threadless.com. Why, yes, I am. It's such a great place. <laughs> I love it. It's so warm and inviting. and They sell you shirts, which you really need to go anywhere, mm-hmm. you know, these days. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, if, if you're really, if, if you're just in the market for a new shirt, even if you're not in the market for a new shirt, I'd, I'd still encourage you to go and, mm-hmm. and spend your money there and Help us put our kids through college. Mm-hmm. And, and you put a new logo on there a couple months ago at this point. A couple but months ago at this point. There's yeah. a new one on there. It just says Dram Yenzer. If you mm-hmm. want to throw uh, show a little bit of your uh, sup, uh, uh, local pride in mm-hmm. both your drinking habits and your town. Um, in black and gold, of course. Um, and I've got a few more things in the pipelines for the shop. So nice. keep your eyes open. Um buy stuff (laughs) if you're interested in sponsoring the show want us to do an ad for your product or would like us to try your product on the show send us a dm or an email zachary this has been a fantastic episode i mean literally when you look back on our episodes we haven't done a regular one and i've really missed you know the last regular one was what the jameson orange that was the last time we did a regular show it's been it's been festivals since then that makes me sad too, because I, I don't even like that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's good in a blue moon. I'll get, I did it that. It was over good the in a blue moon, but yeah, this is, it was nice to just. Uh, but what does it say about the whiskey when it's improved by beer? True, it's. Uh, I don't know. It was just nice to just get back to our roots and sitting in at the bar, you and me, no Zoom. This was great. Enjoyed I some this. some really good gins and really good whiskeys. This was. Again, thank you to Rob. Yes, uh, sir. For, thank you to Rob. And thank you to St. Uh, friends at St. George for sending us these bottles. If you can get yeah. it in PA, get Buy it. it. You won't mm-hmm. be sorry, and uh, your bar will be better for it. Mm-hmm. Any other final thoughts, Zach? I really wish that Lot 20 was in America. <laughs> I almost said in America. In PA. In PA. In my America. Pennsylvania America. <laughs> I guess there's only one thing to do, Zachary, sir. Cheers to you. John, my brother. Cheers to you. And And cheers to the end.